okay? From all the pictures, thank you. From all the pictures in the Bible that God is described with, I think this is the most powerful one, and this is the one that probably is in the heart of the Lord. He's, he's known as creator, he is known as a strong tower, almighty God, all-powerful God, all-present God. But this is, I think this is the number one picture of God that we can find through the whole Bible, shepherd. And this is the, and I just want to start with this, because this is the figure that Jesus one time uses to explain something, a truth that I'm pretty sure we will touch our hearts today. And I have called this preaching the lessons from a lost sheep. What lessons can we learn from a lost sheep? And I'm taking this from Luke 15, 1 to 7. So let's read through it first. It says, tax collectors and sinners were all gathering round to hear Jesus, but the Pharisees and the teachers of the law matter. This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable about a shepherd. Suppose one of you has hundred sheep. You see the crowd is, and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and begins searching for the one that is lost? Looking everywhere, going up on a hill, looking over a rock, probably in that time it was the wilderness where they kept all the sheep in, in Israel, looking everywhere. But then, when he finds it, when, when, when the shepherd finds the sheep, he rejoices, he takes it. He joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, Jesus concluded, that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who do not need to repent. So he says the word repent twice. But I have a question for you. How did the sheep repent in this story? <laughs> have you talked about it? How did the sheep repent I'll tell you what, I think the problem is, not the problem, I think the issue is with the word repentance. And what we normally understand for repentance is remorse, feeling regretful, shame, self-condemnation. That's not New Testament repentance. Rep New Testament, rep every, every time they use repentance, is used in the New Testament. The Greek word used is metanoia. Metanoia is changing your mind. That is new gospel repentance. Changing your mind. Changing your mind towards God. Every time Paul speaks to the people, he was preaching repentance towards God and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. 
change your ideas about God. God is not mad at you. He is not angry at you. He loves you. He sent his only son to die for you. He is not, he's, uh, he's not alone. He cares about you. He cares about you deeply. He's not against you. He is for you. This is the message of repentance that, that Jesus and Paul preach all the time. Repentance towards God. Change your ideas about God, your wrong conceptions about God, and faith in the Lord Jesus. So let's see what, the, what, what, what happened in the story, in the parable. So who did all the actions? Who leaves the 99 sheep? The shepherd. Who looks for the lost one? The shepherd. Who founds the sheep? The shepherd. The shepherd. Who takes the sheep? <laughs> Who carries the sheep on his shoulders rejoicing? The shepherd. Who brings it home? The shepherd. Who celebrates? The shepherd. So you see, all the actions are on the shepherd. <laughs> so, what did, the, what did the actual sheep did to repent? He only consents to be rescued, to be safe, and to be loved. That's, the, uh, that's our part. Our part with God is allow ourselves to rest in His shoulders. We are not meant to be fencing for ourselves. I am my own man, I am a self-made man. No. We are supposed to be resting on His love, on His powerful shoulders. We are supposed to be standing on the shoulders of a giant. His name is Jesus. That's our job. So this is actually repentance. When, when you consent to be loved by Him, when you, have, when you experience His love, when you experience that God is not really uh, against you, He is for you, that you are not a face, you're in the crowd. He knows you by name. And all of you, men, most of you are, are parents here, and I'm pretty sure you love your children deeply. But I think not one of them have counted the hairs on your children. So much you love them, but you have never counted their hairs. But it says that God has counted the, has an account of the heads of, of the hairs in our head. So that shows how much He cares for you. So what happens then? What? Okay, He saves me. I, I, my job is just resting in his love, but then what, what the shepherd does with my life? So there is a clear picture of what the shepherd does every day with you. The Lord is my shepherd, Psalm 23. He is your shepherd. He is responsible for you. He is fencing for you. I shall know one. You shall never be in lack. You shouldn't be worried about tomorrow, about not, not fulfilling your, uh, your duties, about lacking money or lacking resources or lacking help because he he will take care of you you shall know one he makes you lie down in green pastures he makes me rest that's our job resting on his love he leads me beside the still waters he restores my soul 
He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So I walk through the valley of the shadow of death because we will pass through them. We will pass through difficulties, through adversities. I shall not fear evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff comfort me. He will be fencing you, protecting you, surrounding you with his love. He prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies. He will always prepare, he will always every day prepare a banquet for you, a banquet of blessing, a banquet of protection, a banquet of provision, a banquet of health and joy. He is the one who anoints your head with oil. He fills you with his presence, with his Holy Spirit. You, you, have, no, you have never been to be worried about your cup running empty. He will fill your cup till overflows, and He will always be overflowing, overflowing. You will be blessed so you can be a blessing to others. And you, have no, you don't have to be worried about running out of blessing because He will be always be providing for you. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. So you don't have to be worried about, about bad things happening to you about uh, outside danger because he, all, he will always be following you. It says that, another translation says that actually goodness and mercy shall chase you wherever you go. He will be hunting you wherever, wherever you go. Goodness and mercy. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So this is what the shepherd does. And you have to remember this image of the Lord because Every day, He is your shepherd. You shall never want. And just to finish, this is no ordinary shepherd. <laughs> he is, when this story is not actually the, the parable of the lost sheep, it is the parable of the good shepherd, I will call it. Because who, who normal shepherd will leave 99 sheep on the field? and go in the wilderness and go for and look for a, for just one a, a normal shepherd will cut uh, he will count his losses and that's it okay i'm not gonna risk 99 here just for that one but he is no ordinary shepherd he will leave the 99 just to look for you when he finds it he says that when he finds the sheep he rejoices yeah a normal shepherd will probably say ah you naughty sheep you always doing the same. You're always going astray. Ah, I always have to go looking for you. That will do a normal shepherd. Know the good shepherd. He, he says he, he rejoices finding you. He rejoices when you lay on his shoulders, when you rest in his love, when he, you rest in his power. He, he says that he rejoices when you do that. He says that when he brings the sheep home, he makes a party. A normal shepherd said, yeah, I found, I found a lot of sheep, so what? So what is the big deal? But for, for the Lord, it's a big deal. He rejoices and throws a party because this is no normal shepherd. This is a supernatural shepherd. It's our Lord, our Savior. So remember from now on that, as I say, you are not just a face in the crowd. He knows you by name. He cares deeply about you guys. He cares about your needs. He cares about your fears, uh, your, your insecurities. He, and He knows it, and He cares for you, and He will provide for you. So just keep your eyes on the shepherd.
as, an, as, a, as sheep, this is what our job, just keep our eyes on Jesus. And the more his, his, his love is revealed to us, the more we are transforming to his image. That's, the, that's our job, receiving a revelation, experiencing his love, and then by default, as a fruit, we will mimic, we will end up doing what Jesus did. Amen. Amen.